together growing in faith, changing communities. My dear brothers and sisters, today I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of John chapter 14 from verse 1 to verse 6. At that time, Jesus said to his disciples, Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And when I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am, you also may be. And you know the way where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. This is a beautiful gospel account. It's, it's Jesus who says to his disciples, let not your hearts be troubled. I do not know what is troubling your heart. But I want to read this within a context. In chapter 13, Jesus has just washed the feet of his disciples. He has showed them one of his greatest acts of love. If you go back to the reflection that we had done, and I argue in that reflection, and I look at what Jesus does, that while he washes their feet, he is also on a very symbolic manner, cleansing them of what they've been through, cleansing them of where they come from. And so the washing of the feet in, in, in a most powerful spiritual aspect, it's a cleansing rite. It is a cleansing of our past. It is the cleansing of where we've been and the things we have done. But Jesus continues during the meal and he opens up to them and he says to them, one of you is going to betray me. One of you is going to sell me out. It is the one who sits with me at the table. And the author is very vocal about the reaction of the apostles. They are all looking around and they ask, is it I? But listen to the other interpretation. Could it be me? And I like that second translation. Could it be me? Because the question is, yes, it could. Could it be me? Yes, it can be me. It can be anyone. And any one of us, we are all capable of betraying our true selves. We are all capable of doing something which is ungodly. So in the midst of that, in, in the hype of the tension, Jesus looks at them and he says, but do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not be afraid. 
There is no need for you to lose your sleep. I know what you are going through. I know what is happening in your life, Jesus says. But I don't want you to lose heart. I don't want you to lose your sleep. Things may not be as perfect as you want them to be. Things may not be as great as you have planned. But do not lose heart. And you may be asking yourself, but how do I move forward? How do I pick up the broken pieces? How do I learn to trust God again? How do I learn to be with Him? I feel so far relieved or rather distant from God. You may feel abandoned by God. You may feel that God does not care. You may feel that you are all alone. And he says to us, do not let your hearts be worried. But a part of me wants to say, but Lord, I am worried because of X, Y, and Z. I am worried because I don't have the money to pay for the fees. I'm worried because unless I pay for the bond, I will lose my house. I'm worried because if I don't pay the monthly installment, they will repossess the home, the house, the cars. I don't have money to put food on the table. I have all the reasons why to worry. And Jesus says, I know the reasons, but do not worry. It's like he says to us, I've got you. I've got this taken care of. I've got this covered. The bill has been paid. The price has been paid. Don't worry. It's like he, he brings us to be in his confidence. He wants us to know that things may not be as perfect as we want them to be, but he wants to say to us, but don't worry. It will. Everything will fall into place. Don't worry. Things will be okay. And I love that. I love that concept of a God who can reassure us of his presence. Of a God who can reassure us of his healing. He says, I am going away. But where I am going, I also want you to be with me. And I love that phrase. Where I am, I need you also with me. I will never abandon you. I will not leave you orphaned. There will never be a moment where I will turn my back on you. Are there moments where I feel that God has abandoned me? There may be. Are there moments where I'm frustrated 
angry and bitter? Are there moments where I feel indifferent? Are there moments where I feel it hard and I struggle to pray? Are there moments where I feel suicidal? Are there moments where I feel nothing is working? And if there are moments such as that, he says to us, I need you to know that I'm here. I'm here with you. I'm here for you. He says, where I'm going, I'm going to prepare a place for you. Because not only does God worry or is concerned about the now and the here, he is concerned about the now and the here, but also is willing to journey with us into the future as he has remained with us even in our past. He will navigate through the storms of life. And so that when we are with him, everything will make sense. And Thomas says, but Lord, we do not know where you're going. How can we know the way? It's like someone who says, Lord, I do not know what my future brings. I do not know what tomorrow looks like. And I'm scared. I know in my mind what I would like it to look like. But in reality... It's not the same. And Jesus says, but I am the way, I'm the truth, and I'm life. I'm the way that leads to eternal happiness. I'm the way that leads to inner peace. I'm the way that leads to ultimate joy. I'm the way that leads to God. I am the truth that believes in you. I am the truth that dispels all lies. I am the truth that dispels all darkness. I am the life that despite everything you've been through, I inject life into your body. And may the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.